welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Angel, and today I'm going to be reading to you three stories, actually, instead of two, starting off right off the bat with an Am I the Asshole post. This is, Am I the Asshole for Marrying My Wife Without My Kids There? Throw away and on mobile. I am 42 male. My wife is 43 female. Together we have 8 kids. Mine are 16 male, 15 male, 13 female, and I have half with their mother who left me 8 years ago. Hers are 16 male, 15 male, 13 male, 11 male, and 7 female. I met her in December last year. She was widowed in November. We got engaged two weeks ago in front of all the kids who were very happy. Then, my kids went to the mother's house for their regular week with her. While they were there, I married my wife. It wasn't a big wedding, just a nice evening on the waterfront. Her kids were with their grandparents, and again, mine were with the mother. I talked to them several times during the week like I usually do. When they came home from the mother's house... My daughter noticed that I was wearing a wedding ring. At that point, we told the kids that we were married. Then we had a barbecue with cake. My kids were saying that I'm the asshole for not inviting them. My wife says this is what she wanted and it's okay that they weren't there. I might be the asshole though for not having my kids at my wedding. Electronic Trick 13 says, You're the asshole. I know people are going to jump on me about this being your day, but my issue is that your wife didn't want any of your children there and you just went with it. She was like, it's okay, and you were like, sure. Why, may I ask? Aren't you trying to blend your families? Why were you okay with your kids not being there? Is this the first time of many times that you are going to go with what your wife wants without consideration of your children? And OP replied, I feel like my wife comes before my children. She wanted to get married and they were with the mother. They're kids and we are adults and they don't get a say. Striking Flyerfly then responded to that saying, And this right here is why you're the asshole. Your wife, especially when you've known her for less than a year, should not come before your children, especially while they are minors. Your children did not ask to be born. You chose to have them. They deserve better than to play second to your romantic life. Throw RA underscore oh no no says, Your wife didn't want your own kids at your, not just hers, wedding. You have a fucking wife problem. Don't be surprised if your kids don't talk to you. You're the asshole. OP then replied, Her kids were with their grandparents. They weren't there at the wedding. Beach Mom 2007 says, This makes things so much worse. Those poor babies are trapped with nowhere to go. Her kids won't want anything to do with you guys either. A house with six teenagers and two preteens. That's not going to be quiet. Junior XI Bell says, Five of whom just lost their father. Moon Girl 12 says, You're the asshole. The way you told your kids probably made them feel unimportant to you. It was kind of mean to just spring it on them with no warning. OP says, 
They had warning. They were there when I proposed, so they knew we would get married at some point. Moon Girl then replied back saying, Yeah, people generally tell their kids when they're actually getting married. Unusually with, you know, at least a few weeks time. Beagle Mama says, Most engagements are longer than two weeks. Please save your post so you can refer back to it in the future when you're puzzled why none of your children want anything to do with you. Final comment says, Shara Mom 4, You're the asshole. Why did your wife want to get married while your kids were with their mother? You have 50-50 custody, so she couldn't wait a week? That is important here as is why she didn't want her own kids there. That and the timeline of wife's husband dying in November and her dating a couple of weeks later with small children still at home. A seven-year-old wasn't given time to process her father's death. This woman and her kids barely know you. You and your kids barely know her. You shouldn't have even met the kids yet given that their father had just passed. You have not sent a clear message to your... Wait. Sorry. Messed up on that one. You have sent a clear message to your kids that they are not a priority. That your new wife and her kids are, and you are failing to even see that one reason she might want this is so you can play daddy to her kids, and, at the moment, while neglecting your own. Does she work? Does she have a stable income of her own? What's the situation here, OP? OP then replied, she does not have a job. She gets social security and death benefits for the kids so that she can stay home. Alright. And we're back with the next story. Had a little drink of water after the last story, which still can't get over that, Jesus Christ. But, on to the next story. This one is r slash relationship advice. And this says, I, 18 female, feel betrayed by my boyfriend, 18 male, after a threesome. Me and my boyfriend have been together for 8 months and it's been the most incredible relationship. He is supportive and kind and understanding with absolutely everything. I suffer from anxiety, depression, and suspected schizophrenia. And he takes such amazing care of me when my mental health is bad without judging me or getting annoyed. For the past few months, we've discussed the idea of a threesome. Truthfully, we've never discussed it in a very in-depth or any or set any strict boundaries since we assumed it might not ever happen. He said that if it happened, it had to be with another woman. I'm bisexual, so I'm perfectly alright with this, but I told them I probably wouldn't be okay with penetrative sex, something that he agreed to. I also insisted that if this happened, there must be a condom. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, we meet a girl who's very flirty with the both of us, we happen to have a hotel room booked nearby and bring her back with us. We all play a drinking game and get fairly drunk and start making out. At this point, I start feeling unwell and go to the bathroom. I ended up just throwing up for the next six-ish hours without really remembering much of it, and my boyfriend came in often to check on me and was really worried. Apparently, while I was busy doing that, he and her had sex. 
I found out later that they also didn't use the condom and that he came inside of her. Oh, Jesus. Okay. In my opinion, this isn't a threesome. This is just him having unprotected sex with another girl. I don't feel as if he cheated on me, but I feel very betrayed by what he did. I've spoken to him about it, but he doesn't seem to think it's a big deal and thinks I just didn't actually enjoy a threesome in the end. I have no idea where to go from here. I don't want to leave him as this is the first issue we've ever had and otherwise he's been the most incredible boyfriend, but I'm not sure if I can ever really move past this or if I'm being silly with my own thoughts. Um, okay, I'm just gonna hold back my opinion until we're done with the comments. Ferret in a Box says, Yeah, it's not a threesome unless three people are involved, and you throwing up in the bathroom is not involvement. And he broke the boundaries of what would have been okay if it actually had been a threesome. Personally, I'd consider it cheating because it's not what you agree to, but the definition of cheating is different for everyone. Also, by not wearing a condom, he just put your health in danger. Honestly, this is a pretty gigantic red flag about how he will treat you in the future, especially given his response now. I wouldn't brush this off. OP then replied, I did bring a condom with me, but had given it to a friend earlier that night. When I told him I was upset, he didn't use one. He told me I shouldn't have given it away. I also did speak to him about the health risks to me, but he told me the girl was clean, though apparently never tested. I don't think this is something he actually asked or considered, though. Trollrar <laughs> says... Don't let him gaslight you. Instead of taking responsibility for his actions, he has the audacity to suggest that it's your fault that he fucked a stranger without a condom. Fuck that. Girl, I know you care about him, but this isn't the one for you. Your future husband is going to hold your hair while you vomit and take care of you all night. Not fuck a random broad without a condom while you're passed out on a bathroom floor. Your boyfriend is garbage, so go and throw him out. I don't know what to do, 020 says. If you tried talking to him and he was completely dismissive, then he has absolutely no regard for your feelings. OP then replied, He wasn't dismissive, but I don't think he at all understands why I'm upset. I've cried quite a lot in front of him about it, which led to him crying pretty heavily when I've never even seen him cry. All right, and we're back. After that story, I'm not sure if I want to continue doing this podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, As I mentioned before, this story is going to be a three-part story. So stay tuned for the next couple of episodes to hear the rest of this story. This is Nightmare Niece Part 1. This is under r slash entitled people. My 15-year-old niece keeps giving me a snobby attitude and won't stop complaining about everything. Nothing is good enough for her. It's going to be a very long two weeks. My niece is staying with me until September 18th because her parents left for their vacation 
to I have no idea how to pronounce that yesterday. She flew in from San Diego yesterday morning, and it's been nothing but hell. I live in Colorado, by the way. She keeps nonstop complaining about how cold it is here, as if I have any control of the weather. When she first got to my house, she said, Do I really have to stay in this before even entering? I live in a townhouse. She was upset that there is no pool and was like, Why don't you have a pool? I know you're poor, but everyone should have a pool. My car isn't as nice as her parents' cars, and she keeps complaining about how run down it is and is scared it's going to fall apart. I drive a 2016 Honda Accord. There's nothing wrong with it. It's kept clean. Her dad drives an Audi, and her stepmom drives a Maserati. She also keeps making videos around my house, laughing at all my furniture and the way that the house looks and my car, etc. She asked if I got my cheap furniture at Ikea because it looks like it's from there and laughed. Okay, this immediately... Um, quick break here. This immediately sounds like a troll post. Um, not sure, though, if it is actually a troll post, so... I'll just keep reading, see if it gets more realistic. Because this just seems so snobby for me. Um, but I guess when you're rich, that's how you are. Um, not excusing it, though. Okay. She's complaining because there's carpet throughout the house. And, quote, only poor people have that. And that the bathrooms have tile floors and not marble. And that she has to shower in a tub shower with a shower curtain. At her house, it's a stand-up shower with marble walls and there's a glass door. I don't have to stand up shower. What? Oh, I don't have stand-up showers. She's also mad that there's no sauna in the bathroom. She said straight to my face, I can't believe I have to stay in this piece of shit until my parents get back. And then walked outside and slammed the door and was texting someone. Probably her dad. She's very close to him. As of today, my guest bedroom already has stuff out everywhere. The blankets I originally had on the bed, along with the pillows, got thrown into the hallway and replaced with the ones that she brought. She has clothes all over the floor. She has a few dishes with half-eaten food sitting on the floor. I told her yesterday, no eating or drinking upstairs. She's using the dresser as a vanity and left all her makeup and used makeup wipes out everywhere. She said, if I wanted the room clean, I can do it myself or hire a maid. Then laughed and said, oh wait, I forgot you're too poor for that. I ordered takeout last night from a local restaurant and she made fun of the menu because the prices were cheap. Which, by the way, the prices were $25 for a burger. And she got the $80 filet mignon dinner and threw most of it out because it tasted weird and she's not that hungry. Her dad sent me $650 to feed her and take her to do whatever, so that came from that money. Today, we went to eat at Outback State House for lunch, and she refused to eat any of her food when she said it looked weird. She said her dad would never take her to a dump like this restaurant. Then she kept complaining she was hungry after we left, and I'm a terrible person for making her starve and wasting her time making her sit there. We also went furniture shopping because her dad wants to buy her a new bedroom set for her 16th birthday next month, along with her trip to Hawaii. 
She's being very picky, and he wanted me to check out the prices of places around here, see if she likes anything, and get back to him on it. He said she has a budget of $8,000 total for her bedroom. She wants either these upholster princess bed frames or these mirror bed frames, which are pricey. It's around 3000 to 5000 for the one she likes, and that's just for the bed frame by itself. She also wants a vanity, a bench, a nightstand, chandelier, and a dresser with it, and all have to match the bed. Uh, bump in here. I actually am renovating my own room, and my budget is $50, basically. <laughs> this is honestly insane i mean eight thousand for a bedroom like renovation as a birthday gift she's probably getting other birthday gifts along with that as well and a trip to hawaii that's literally like nine thousand and she's probably having a uppity birthday party so that's like ten thousand dollars already like good jesus oh my god how spoiled <laughs> And especially with that attitude. Um, God, okay. I tried showing her cheaper options and she screamed at me in the story. Oh, in the store. I have no taste and that it's her bedroom furniture. Stay the fuck out of it. She told me to go back to the car and wait because I'm annoying her. I was about ready to leave her there, honestly. I mean, I would. I mean, <laughs> fuck the relationship with my bro. I mean, like, God. That's just... That's so pissy. Like, and my questioning is if she's acting like this around her parents or if she puts on a mask around her parents because... If she's not putting on a mask, then not only is that bad, it's horrible parenting. Like, what? What? This, is, this story is honestly amazing me. She then wanted to go clothes shopping and knows her dad sent me money. I said, you can get an outfit, meaning one. You still need food from the grocery store. She was not happy about that and told me to stop being a cheap bitch with her dad's money. She was adamant about getting this one dress and a pair of heels that was $230. That's less money she has to spend on groceries and other fun things. She knows this and still went with the purchase. She wanted me to buy her food for her from Whole Foods and use some of my money if I run out of the money her dad gave. I was going to buy her her own groceries because she's a very picky eater. I suggested a local grocery store because it's cheaper and she can get more food. She started swearing at me and calling me names, so we went home instead. She ignored me the rest of the car ride and was texting someone. She got out of the car and started crying, saying that she misses her dad and she hates me. She hates my house because it's so embarrassing and trashy. She wishes she could be on vacation with her dad, and it's not fair that she has to stay with me and ran into the house crying. She keeps yelling at me to fuck off and stop talking to her. Go get hit by a car. I'm annoying. Go away, etc. When I say anything to her. 
I was eating a sandwich earlier around almost 4 p.m. and she came downstairs and said, Nice to see you feed your fat face while I starve you. You're such a selfish... While I starve. You're such a selfish bitch, you know, that I hope you choke on it and die. And rolled her eyes and went back upstairs. I ordered pizza for dinner and she started crying at the table that she misses her dad. I asked if she called him and talked to him today and she said in a rude tone, what do you think? And rolled her eyes. Then she was complaining about how gross the pizza was and got up and took the box and threw it in the garbage. She then told me to go to a gym and lose weight and that I'm fat and disgusting and went outside. She also just took a super long shower and says she's going to keep doing it every day since it's so cold here. And if I don't like it, tough, because she doesn't like being cold or being here. She swore at me for not turning on the heat in the house. It's not cold enough for, to turn the heat on, in my opinion. I usually don't start doing that until the end of October, beginning of November, when the highs are only in the 50s. It's going to be a very long two weeks. She goes to a private school. They're doing online school again this year. Her first day is September 7th, and she's already telling me that I can't force her to log in and do her school work and that she doesn't care about it. She's right I can't, but I don't want to be blamed for her being tardy. I know her dad will be pretty pissed since he's paying for her to go there. Oh my, oh my god, um... Oh my god, why are all these stories bad? Like, not a singular <laughs> good story. These are all just so horrible. Um, which, by the way, uh, I feel like OP is partially to blame because not once did OP mention reaching out to her dad because, uh, what the fuck? You should, if she's calling you a fat face and disgusting. Um, that's the type of thing where, at that point, you tell them, Hey, um, I'm paying for a plane ticket for your daughter to go back there. I asked some other relative to take care of her. And they said yes, so she's going with that relative. Because what the fuck? Get out of my house if you're going to be treating me like that and also speaking to me like that. I mean, at that point, it's not even just being strict or something. That is just straight up, like, disrespect. Like, you're really just not going to go anywhere in life with that sort of back talk. And the whole throwing out food thing made me so pissed. Like, that's just so wasteful. Um, and it makes me believe that she's really just doing it to be petty. It's not because the food is gross or whatever, because... <sighs> oh my god! There's a lot to unpack here, uh, which is why I need uh, a couple more episodes to finish this. And there's also comments on this one, but I'm going to be reading the comments in the next episode because this is a lot, and the episode would honestly be too long um, I'm pretty sure it's at a mark of 10 minutes by now. Uh, so, yeah. <sighs> Alright. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
that was the last story. And also, an interesting episode. And by interesting, I mean horrible, horrible, horrible episode. Um, Definitely got upset in a couple of parts, but I still hope that you guys enjoyed it. And also, you can reach me for podcast updates on Instagram. It's at reaping.nix. That's at R-E-A-P-I-N-G dot N-I-X. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.